address of manual advertising, please call 858-848-618 and advertise your business on the airwaves today. Glory to God. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Glory to God. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, hallelujah, good morning, good morning to you, you and you, good morning, good morning, that last song was uh, Tony Vicks Testify, you're listening to LUTGradio.com, WKKP, digital broadcasting, you want to advertise on LUTG Radio, you can do so by coming to LUTGradio.com. You can also call 1-858-848-6186. That was the commercial that was trying to run. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. All the advertisers are welcome. We are welcoming advertisers. Amen. So basically, uh, we're looking for advertisers uh, that are family friendly. Um, while I know smut makes a lot of money, it kind of defeats the purpose. So, you know. <laughs> so, if it's smutty, nah. <laughs> Amen. You're like, oh, my money ain't no good. We ain't no good. Oh, no. Y'all y'all are welcome here. You're welcome to listen. You're welcome to buy the products. You're welcome to sow a seed. But I cannot advertise smut on LUTG Radio because then... It makes me do like triple duty. So I don't want to do that. All right. Defeats the purpose. But I love you like Jesus loved the church. Hello. Good morning. My name is Kathy Brox and this is the LUTG radio show on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. I do realize that my voice is tweaking <laughs> and that I do sound a little bit dry and I'm aware of that. I sound like I'm going through puberty. I do apologize because I'm not. <laughs> I'm far beyond puberty. Far, 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 far beyond. I'm like one of those people with kids. So say, uh, were dinosaurs alive when you were? I'm just kidding. I ain't that old. We used to say that as a kid when growing up because uh, we had the Flintstones cartoon that was out. And so anybody that was like old, uh, anybody above, I guess, 25 or (laughs) anybody that did not look young, anybody that was, um, I should say, older than your parents, you thought them as uh, super duper old. Still do. Good morning. I'm just waiting for some of y'all to come on in. Good morning. Good morning. I hope y'all had a good weekend. Glory to God. I really hope you had a good weekend. Um, You made it here, so, I mean, that's a positive. Amen. Glory to God. So, we're going to open up with prayer, and then we're going to get on with the show. So, good morning, Heavenly Father. We just thank you, Lord God. Oh, Lord, for you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, the praise. We come to you, Father God, through the shed blood of your son, Jesus Christ, just to give you thanks and to honor you, Lord God, with words given to us by the Holy Spirit. We just thank you, Father, for you are magnificent. You are our wonderful God. You are also our terrible God, and we thank you for being terrible for us. Amen. For you rout out the enemy. You fight our battles. We thank you, Lord God. For we're not in your wrath, but in your blessing. You keep those that love you in spirit and in truth. And uh, that's in our words and our actions. And we keep our ear 
and our heart tuned to your voice, to your mouth, oh Lord God. You bless us, Lord. We just thank you, Father God, that we're always in the right position. We're always right in your heart, oh Father God, good before your sight, making right decisions like Abel when he gave you the best of the best of the best. When Jesus gave you the best of the best of his best, which is your best, he sacrificed himself on the cross, defeated death, hell, and the grave, and kept and kept his faith by following your instructions, by following the Holy Spirit who leads us in a way to go. He don't speak of himself, but he only says what he hears the Father say. We thank you, Lord God, for the person of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord Jehovah, for your person, for you, who you are. We thank you, Lord God. For the person of Jesus Christ, three and one and three, four cord that cannot be broken. We thank you, Lord God, for being the great I am, for being all that we need, oh Father God. We thank you, Lord God, for you are not created. You are the creator. You're the great Jehovah. We thank you, Lord God, that we are not deceived, oh Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that we hear you clearly. That our spiritual eyes are open and our physical eyes. I thank you, Lord God, for help in our whole bodies. When I pray for help in our whole bodies, it's praying spirit and truth, spirit and the physical. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So we're going to, um, you're listening to LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. And yes, my name is Kathy Brooks. Amen. All right. So I'll take that off so I can see the screen. Oh, yeah. All right. So um, I want you to check out. Uh, the radio station. Check out the website, amen, at lutgradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Uh, go ahead and get some stuff over there, amen. There's plenty to be uh, blessed with, amen. There's plenty to be blessed with, so go ahead and check that out, amen, amen. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and put on our whole armor of God. Glory to God. Amen. All right. So we're going to uh, put on the whole armor of God. Glory to God. Go me to the uh, book of Luke, uh, chapter 24, uh, 45. It says, then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. And so uh, what Jesus did there is that he opened up the scriptures so that um, his disciples could see what he see and hear what he hear when they would read the word. And that, that includes all those that believe, those that came after him, and those that came after his disciples, that we would believe upon reading and believe upon hearing the gospel preach and that we would have a full understanding. And so that is a spiritual thing attaching itself to a physical thing, us, Amen. A, a natural thing. Go me uh, to the book of Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. It says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto, with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me 
that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Numbers 624 through 27. I am healed. Say it. I am healed. Number 624 through 27 says, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will save the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only when thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou uh, dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shall thou trample under feet. Because he have known my name, he shall call upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he have known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Um, absent from the body is present with the Lord, but when you are not absent from the body, well, you're still there. You're in like a coma state. And so what I've been hearing for the last few days is coma state, is that particular thing. And uh, I've been feeling and experiencing men in particular because men are the heads of the household. Uh, this, is, this, this is happening to women as well. But men are the head of the household. And so they are the leadership and they set the, they set the direction of the family, uh, of the children. And they give comfort to their spouses. And so... Often when the father is there, there's peace. Um, the wife will set, you know, she'll be setting the joy and whatnot and, and making things, you know, pleasant and beautiful. And she come together with her husband and they decide, you know, the direction for the family. And they both um, walk out that direction and enforce the instructions uh, to their children and to their household. Um, but... Uh, the enemy, what I've experienced and what I've seen is the enemy, uh, he likes to, he likes to mimic God, the father, the son, and the Holy spirit. Remember Jesus said, many will come in my name, uh, or they'll pretend to be him, but they won't be him. And they'll come in his name and they'll pretend to worship him, but they won't. They just kind of like gathering information like spies in the kingdom of God. And so, uh, there are demons now. Christians cannot be possessed. Um, can they be oppressed? And oppression is, um, it's like, um, you ever make cheese, uh, cheese toast and you have two pieces of bread and you put the cheese in the middle and you probably butter it on each side. So to get it like golden crispy and whatnot. And so what the enemy does is he's getting you golden and crispy. And so what he does is he'll have demons come, uh, beside you and line, align themselves up with you. And press in on you. And some of them, uh, I saw this in the spirit too. I saw one of them that was just pure fire. And she was dancing around like this hyena just cackling. And um, this is weird. They even wear modern clothes, of course. Uh, she had a blue jean jacket, blue jeans. And so anyway, just a cackling, cackling. And often he'll use your family members, those that are close to you, to implement these things. And so you got to pray for them. Don't, don't hurt them. Just pray for them. 
And so, um, so I saw a demon of fire and one of like, uh, I think it was water, I think. And so Jesus is the whole, God is holy fire and living water. And so the enemy constantly tries to mimic everything that God is and every attribute and every character. And, uh, recently he's tried to, uh, mimic the Holy spirit, which he's been doing since, you know, forever. Um, but in present day, because people are not used to hearing that the enemy is trying to mimic the Holy spirit. And even, um, he will, um, even try and mimic the face of Jesus and misdirect people. Um, he'll turn people off of the road to salvation or off of the road to, for at. So if you send somebody to go and help another person, the enemy will appear as Jesus and try and divert them to another direction. And often it's to divert them to divert them to destruction. And so he's going to try and kill them. And, uh, and so, uh, what I've been seeing is, uh, so you'll, you'll hear, you'll hear some pastors say, well, you'll feel the Holy spirit. You'll feel his power. Some of you may feel weight. And, um, that's true, but it's also true that the enemy will oppress you and make your arms feel heavy and make your body feel heavy. And it's, it's, um, I saw this thing, uh, set up and I could see it and it, uh, and it had a heavy bottom and a slim top. It was like weird. And, uh, and when, and it would, uh, and it would, it would just like wait, trying to weigh me down to feel like the Holy Spirit. And I knew that that was not the Holy Spirit. Um, and so, um, I just want you to be careful. And, uh, also, um, he's going to try and put many of the Christians into a coma because absent from the father is present with the Lord. But in a comatose state, you are not dead. You're not dead. And so he's going to try and use a comatose state to torment you into submitting to the devil. Don't. Don't. Do not submit to the devil, not for anything. And some of y'all, you're not in a comatose state, but your health is in a comatose state. And he's using pain and sickness to try and get you to succumb to his temptation and his wiles, his tricks. But God is not giving you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And God has already paid the price for your healing. So say, I am healed. No matter what you're going to, going through. And say, I am healed. And some of you, he put you in, I saw this uh, years ago. Some of you, and I, I, I was uh, actually in this same place with another person who had had an accident. He's a famous person who had an accident. He was in a car accident. And, um, something had happened to me that we both ended up in hell in this dream. We both ended up in hell in this dream. And, um, he got out, but for some reason I was still there. And so, um, and, and what had happened was, I was diverted off of the road of salvation and things that lead to God, which is part of the thing, what it was, because this is at the time that I was struggling with the church because every moment that I was awakened, every moment that I was in the church, I would be tormented by the people in the church. And so there was uh, things uh, like lust and theft and um, mis, uh, not mismanagement of the money, but misdirection and misunderstanding of the word in that um the pastor would say one thing but the people would hear another thing well actually what had happened i'll just tell you exactly what had happened this person who wanted to be saved came in said the prayer of salvation and because they were a street hustler the only thing they knew was instant gratification and so what they did was they started and it was more than one of them they started saying, well, you know, I get the way, the way, what the pastor saying is the way this work is I give to you and you give to me. And so what that is, that is a circular, uh, circular transferring of funds, which means it just goes back and forth. There's no new branch. 
And so in order for it, like for a business, in order for a business to thrive, it cannot just keep buying from the same supplier. So let's say you're, you're, you're number one, you're the supplier. And then, um, I'm number two, I'm the buyer. So I buy from you and you get my money. And then you come along and you buy from me and then you get your money back. You, you know what I'm saying? So I buy from you, you buy from me. I buy from you, you buy from me. And so you, you can keep going back and that'll probably work for maybe six months, but you're not really making a profit. Yeah. The price may go up or high, but you're not really making a serious profit because it's only two of you. You need a third and a fourth and a fifth and a hundred and a thousand and a million. You need to keep branching out. You need new branches. You just can't buy from the same person. You can't just get information from the same person all the time, which is why I'm always encouraging you to listen to different uh, pastors and different uh, fivefold ministry uh, that are presenting the word. Uh, different people that are called to present the word. You know, you have people like me that are lay people and just love God and, you know, believe that God has a word to speak to me. So I open up my mouth and he gets to talking. And so, um, and so what I believe what is about to happen because uh, COVID was an example of being put in a coma. Now I'm not telling you don't take the shot, you know, it's kind of silly. Um, I can't, I'm not a doctor, so I can't tell you that. Um, I, I shouldn't say it's silly because everybody has their reason for taking a shot and everybody has a reason for not taking a shot. You have to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. The government would say, tell them to take the shot. And so talk to your doctor. That's what you should do. Talk to God, talk to your doctor, say, okay, doctor, what is, what should I do? What's the, you know, how would this affect my health with my particular situation? Because every shot is dependent on your particular situation. So, cause you may have underlying health issues or you may not, you know, you gotta, you know, get your physical exam and then, you know, get your, whatever you need and, and you and the doctor work that out. But before you go to the doctor, talk to Jesus and say, look, Jesus, what should I do? Ba ba ba. Um, you can talk to him on the way to the doctor, talk to him at the doctor, say, look, Holy Spirit, come to the doctor with me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not telling you not to take the shot. I'm just telling you, you got to do what's right for you. And so um, with COVID, it puts people, it because it debilitates, it debilitates their lungs. And so uh, and the ability to uh, receive and receive oxygen and push out uh, carbon, which is how you breathe. And so it puts them in a comatose state. Uh, it's like there's machines breathing for them. And so, um, and I don't know if all of them went to heaven, but, but like I said, when I saw God show me the demon that was on this lady that was dealing with COVID and he basically, he called her, he called it COVID is what he, he called the demon. He called it COVID. And so, cause that's what I call it. Cause it was choking her out. It was choking her out. So, um, he, what he, what the demon was doing was intimidating the woman to get her to succumb to Satanism, to turn from God. And so in, in, um, gentlemen, I want you to stay prayed up. Have no fear. When the enemy comes at you, don't try and fight the enemy with your own spiritual power. God fights your battles. Use the word of God. A lot of you still practice and use uh, penile, spiritual penises. You still use spiritual penises. I don't even know about how all that works. Talk to God about that. But remember to apply the word of God to your life. Use the word of God, this armor of God that we got right here that we put on every morning and get you some more scriptures and stay prayed up and keep praying for you and your family. And, and do not hold unforgiveness for anyone because it's an open door to the enemy. Um, 
And so when the enemy comes to attack the men of the household, the women are left uncovered. I don't care how strong and powerful, powerful and anointed she is without her covering of her husband. She's left vulnerable. And so women, if that has already happened to you where you are left vulnerable, remember God will fight your battles. So don't think that you are alone because the prayers of your husband will still continue on. His prayers do not fail. His prayers do not fall by the wayside. So it may look like you don't have a spiritual covering, but you do. You just don't have that physical man there. But if you, I should say, I, cause I just, I know that it sounds like I'm contradicting myself. I'm not. So you don't have the physical covering of your husband, but you still, you still have the uh, spiritual covering of his prayers. His prayers do not fail. You don't have to run out and go get another husband. If you want another husband, you can talk to God about that because not every man is for every woman. Just like not every woman is for every man. God has one as a head because not every, you can't have 10 different men being the headship over you. You you cannot. It won't work. There'll be a constant battle. And that's just open doors for the enemy to attack you. And so uh, women out, you especially you mothers, I want you to stay prayed up and keep believing. If you see, if your husband is experiencing something, begin to pray for him. Pray for him ahead of time. Begin to pray for him and ask God to tell you what's going on so you can pray for him. Amen. And so some of you men are experiencing, um, it feels like a stroke. It feels like something pulling at your spinal cord, at the base of your spinal cord, the base of your head, which is, your life force. That's the first thing that gets made that, 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 um, the spinal cord is like a bulb. That's, that's who that, that there is your life. And it goes down all the way to, all the way down to the left side, down your left arm and your left leg. It's like you being split in half. The enemy is trying to make you have a stroke and he's not only doing it to one, he's doing it to a lot of you. A lot of you. And he and one of the ways he does it, he stresses you out. And he gets you to confess um, unbelief. He gets you to confess um, sickness. Because the moment you start opening your mouth to speak to sickness, he goes, oh, open door. Open door. Now, I ain't saying uh, deny sicknesses. I'm saying deny sicknesses right to exist in your body. Deny sicknesses right to exist in your body. And so, um, this is one of the things that I, I did want to talk about today. You're listening to LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. So originally my talk was uh, about the blessings, um, and, uh, you know, but I, I believe that this is far more important. And so, um, Gentlemen, do not give up the ghost prematurely. There's far too many of you, both male and female believers, there's far too many of you in heaven prematurely. Jesus said that. There's too many of you in heaven prematurely. You still had an assignment that you didn't finish. So the post that you left has to be filled by somebody else or is abandoned. And so when, uh, I believe it's here, let me look for it here. It, that's not it. Hold on a second. It is. Okay. Hold on a second. Enter. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to find it here. Hold on a second. And a bunch of scriptures. Okay. Luke chapter eight, verse 40. It says, and it came to pass that when Jesus was returned, the people gladly received him for they were all waiting for him. There's somebody waiting for the anointing of Jesus that is in you. And they are standing at a particular street. We'll call it blessed street. We'll call it blessed and anointed. We'll call it waiting street and waiting on the anointing. Whichever you call street A and street B. They are waiting for you. You are street A. And they are street B. And both of you are supposed to intersect. You're supposed to cross one, another, one another's paths. 
But if you give up the ghost prematurely, you're not there to cross that path with them. And they're just standing there waiting. They're waiting. They're waiting for you. Lord, when is the blessing coming? Lord God, when is the blessing coming? Oh, hallelujah. Lord God, I know you're going to bless me. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. I know you're going to bless me. And they just are singing and, and are hoping and believing. And before you know it, years have passed by. And you ain't came. Either you gave up the ghost prematurely or you told God, I don't believe. I don't believe they're anointed to receive this. Don't block the blessing. See, either you'll block the blessing with unbelief thinking that you got to go home. That you got to go home early because, well, God needs you at home. Or because, well, I can't do nothing down here, so I got to go. I can't do nothing down here, so I might as well leave. And God is saying, hold on. When I'm ready for you to leave, I'll let you know. Like he told Miriam and Aaron when they were talking against Moses, saying, I think, well, we should be the ones that are anointed. Who is Moses? God was like, if I had called you to be a prophet, I'd have told you. I did not. I ain't tell you that. And so when God wants you home, he'll let you know, okay, it's time to come home. I want you home with me. I got things for you to do here. He ain't tell y'all that. Y'all just left. If you want to go to heaven and see heaven and visit and have an encounter with God, you can do that. But you ain't got to leave your post. Now, I'm talking to the ones that are still here because y'all that are listening from heaven, you know. God got you. He still received you. He still love you. But did you pray for somebody to take over your post? For you folks that are trying to leave early, have you even prayed for somebody to take over your post? Because hmm. people like me are waiting for the blessing and have been waiting for years. But you left your post. Or you didn't believe. I've had many, I've had the issue where people didn't believe that God wanted them to bless me. Why? Because they heard a reputation. Hold on. Stop listening to gossip. Now this ain't about me. This is about people like me that are believing God and waiting for the blessing to come. I'm not complaining. I'm telling you. Finish your post. Finish your finish the orders that God gave you. And when you're in the army and you leave your assigned post, you AWOL. You are, you are in trouble. The MPs are coming for you. Hold on. Wasn't so so supposed to be right here where they at? Uh well, they went to go meet a girl. A girl? Hold on. They're supposed to be protecting the barracks against our enemies. And they want to go meet a girl? Oh, where they at? Well, we just got to go meet her too. Let's see how fine she is because evidently she's worth 200 lives. So let's go see how fine she is. Because she worth these lives over because everybody has somebody at the po- at, the, at the door. So if if it's, a, it's supposed to be two people at the two people at the door and it's only one, or you're the only one assigned to that door, oh they must be worthy. Okay, we'll bring it. Some of y'all, not everybody been in the military. I ain't been there. Seen a lot of movies. Got family in it. But anyway, gonna bring it down to regular. My brother was assigned to watch us when we were little. My mother told him, "Look, don't be leaving the house at night with the door open and these kids in the house." Lock the door. She's like, she's like, okay, you a teenager. I just need you to stay here till I get off work. You supposed to be sleeping anyway, cause you got to go to school in the morning. He's like, yeah, I right, mama. Cool, I right, mama. I got you. I'm gonna be here. I ain't gonna do nothing. She said, okay. Crazy. His hormones buzzing nuts. His hormones are going. Nose wide open. He go, well, it's quiet outside. Ain't nobody outside. Ain't nobody gonna know. I'm just gonna go across the street real quick. Man, she done came to the door and she looking all good. She, she, man, you see what she had on? 
look. I'm going to just close the door. I'm going to just pull the door up. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to pull the door up. Ain't nobody going to know. Ain't nobody going to go in here. They know who I am. They ain't going in my house. They know who I am. Okay. He gone to his girlfriend's house. And the Holy Spirit tells my mom, your door is wide open and those kids are exposed. So she comes off work on her lunch all the way home. She like 10 minutes from 10 minutes from the job. She come to the door, come in through the back, and she look and she see the front door. It probably was pulled up, but now it's wide open. And she know that next door is some dudes, some young dudes that don't be up to no good. They they be up to no good. And so she she goes ahead and she locks the door. And now she gotta call her job and say, Well, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna have to stay here because I ain't got nobody for my kids. I'm going to have to make up this time. And they say, okay. And now she got to beat him because he done left the door open and left left her little girls and young boys exposed. Ain't nothing so good. There's no sin that is so good that is worth your life or the life of your family. When God gives you an assignment, he expects you to fulfill that assignment. When your parents give you an assignment, they expect you to fulfill that that assignment. Because when you don't fulfill that assignment, then other things cannot be fulfilled, which means she 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 would have gotten a short check had she not worked some overtime. And because she had to work some overtime, she couldn't go to somebody's game. And because she had to because she couldn't go to go to that game, the child could not look up and see her in the stands and get some kind of joy. Look, my mama here too. Hey mama. Ah! You have an assignment. You ex God expects you to be in a particular place at a particular time. When you are not there, you are AWOL. You are absent without leave, which means you ain't got no right to be absent. When you are absent, the blessings that God put in you to give to a particular person never reaches them. So let's say for some of you, y'all go ahead and you stay home, but then you start touching on the kids. You are now in judgment. You start touching on these little kids. I don't care if you, whether they daddy, mama, uncle, brother, sister, cousin, whatever. Who cares? You start touching on them little kids. You have now just diverted the anointing of God in those kids. Why? Because they, when you do that, they learn that they cannot trust anybody that is older than they are. So they don't seek you for wisdom. They don't seek older people for wisdom. You know what they try and do? They try and blow your head off. They say to themselves, when I get big, I'm going to kill them. So now you have seated in them a spirit of murder. Why? Because you put your hands on them. You weren't supposed to put your hands on them. You were supposed to ask God for a spouse. A child can never be your spouse. It's a child. It's an immature thing. Just like a child could not pay the price for the sins of man. Jesus had to become a full grown man before God would allow him to pay the price for our sins. As a baby, he couldn't do it. Why? He had no understanding. Though he was God, he still had no understanding because he was Lord into man and he was a goo goo gaga, la 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 mommy tit drinking milk baby. He got his nourishment from his mother's teat. It wasn't until he got the age, it got to the age of understanding that he got his nourishment from his heavenly father. God brought the word to remembrance to his heart and began to speak out of his mouth, which is why at the age of 12, he began to minister to grown men. But even at the age of 12, with all his wisdom, he still didn't have, he still lacked wisdom. Why? Because he didn't tell his parents where he was going and he caused them to worry. 
What is worry? False evidence appearing is real. It's a fig tree. A fig tree with no fruit. And so while he had plenty of wisdom, he didn't have the fruit of understanding how his mother and father felt trying to find him and could not find him. Which also represents man. Trying to find Jesus, trying to find salvation and being diverted to false witnesses, false religions. It's the same thing. When you are not on your post, you are leaving people open to find and to receive false witnesses, false testimonies. It's like selling somebody a golden ticket to heaven. That has actually happened. That has actually happened to people. There are no paper tickets to heaven. The only ticket to heaven is the blood of Jesus. Faith in Jesus. That's it. That's it. You have the father, you have the son, you have the son, you have the father. It's by the blood of Jesus that you are forgiven. There's no golden tickets. None. Not a one. No matter how poor, how rich you are, there's never a paper ticket to heaven. If it was, then paper, a simple tree, would have paid the price for man. But I got to tell you this. Jesus calls men trees, but he's the only man tree that was able to pay the price for sin. But when a tree is broken down into paper, it is lifeless. It is lifeless. It has no blood. Lifeless. So you cannot buy a golden ticket to heaven. Your ticket to heaven is the blood of Jesus. It is the forgiveness of the Lord. It's the forgiveness of the Lord. Why does God call man trees? Because we're branches and grafted in and we're meant to produce like the tree that we're grafted to, which is Jesus. The body we're grafted to. It's a euphemism for life. For being a part of a family. The family of Jesus Christ. And what does that family do? That family blesses, protects, and helps to grow and nourish and build up. And and is a positive and a faithful and a truthful witness of salvation of Jesus, of the Father, of the Holy Spirit. Never tries to manipulate or discourage or turn away from Christ, but draws men to Christ, brings men to Jesus Christ. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you want to, now is the time. Now is the time to say yes to the Lord. Now is the time to give God your heart. Remember, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever let me read this as is for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved where it says should not perish that means that some men do go to hell even though they say you're like how is that possible how are they going to hell if they say that they've been forgiven because after they've been forgiven, they may do something. And then they say within themselves or aloud, whether you say within yourself or aloud, it's still heard. And it's believed by you. What you believe as a man think of, so is it. So some of y'all say, I don't believe that I should be forgiven for X, Y, Z. And God's like, hold on, shut up. That ain't true. All your sins are forgiven, even the errors of your ways. And so when you make a mistake after you are saved, it's an error. But you can repent and change your way, meaning repent and go your way and don't do that no more. But some of you say within yourself, you don't believe you should be forgiven. You don't believe you should be forgiven for a particular thing. And you send yourself to hell, not God, you. So 
should not perish. Should not perish. Should not perish, but have everlasting life. God can't change your mind because that's your free will. When you start confessing, confessing, I, I don't believe that I should go to heaven. I don't believe that I should be forgiven. When you start saying that, that becomes a heavy weight on you. And as a man think of, so is he. So you start thinking yourself in hell like hell is a better place. I've heard people even say, the hell ain't so bad. It's good, you know, it is this, this, and this, that. That's a facade. Hell is bad. It is sulfur. It is darkness. It is burning. It is torment. It is torture. You belong in heaven, but everlasting life. Should not perish, but have everlasting life. So no matter what you have done in your life, if you have been saved already, say, I am going to heaven with the Lord Jesus, with Jehovah God. I'm going to heaven. I'm going, I'm entering into the rest of the Lord. When my work is done, when my assignment is over, I have enjoyed the fruits of my labor. When Jesus, my labor, when Jesus comes for his bride, I'm going. When God calls me home, I'm going to the Lord God Almighty, the Lord Most High, Adonai, Jehovah Adonai. I'm not going to hell. Hell is beneath my feet. I ain't going there. You got to have truth in your conviction. Keep saying the positive, not the negative. The positive, not the negative. Because the devil wants you to confess because he, he, he don't like being alone. He wants as many as people in hell as possible, knowing that hell wasn't built for man. It was built for Satan only and those fallen angels. You're like, well, how come the angels fail? Disbelief. Angels have free will just like man. And when they believe the enemy, just like Adam and Eve, they fail. They fail from grace. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you want to, repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. The moment you ask, you are forgiven. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was. From this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus, and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus, with the evidence of speaking in tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus, by the will of Jehovah God. Amen, amen. Congratulations, you just got saved on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Uh, take the Foundations class. It's uh, 10 weeks long. It's on, on the same on the website under the Salvation tab. And then also, um, uh, read your Bible every day, starting off with the book of John, chapter 1. Don't miss. Know this, shame has no right to be upon you anymore. No matter what you may have done, it may if you if you feel bad about something you did in the past, okay. But know this: you are forgiven, so stop feeling bad about it. You're not doing it anymore. The enemy always is going to continue to try and bring up shameful things. It could be something you said to somebody, or how you dressed, or whatever. Don't feel bad about it no more. 
Say, I, say to yourself, I am forgiven. I am forgiven. God is forgiven that. I'm forgiven. Don't hold on to it. I am forgiven. I am forgiven. Amen. Glory to God. Don't forget, get yourself a t-shirt from LUTG Radio Shop. Amen. LUTG Radio.com forward slash shop. You can also become a sponsor at any amount as low as a penny. And you can do that on LUTG Radio.com. Um, and you can also, uh, pray for LUTG radio. If you're going to pray for LUTG radio, pray, um, the book of Matthew chapter six, amen. Book of Matthew chapter six, verses nine through, uh, 13, I believe it is. Um, pray the Lord's prayer. If you don't know how to pray, pray the Lord's prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Amen. Cause I want you to start praying all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, you can pray the Lord's prayer and, uh, you can pray that all our needs are met. Amen. All our, all, all the wants are met for, uh, all my wants are met for LUTG radio. Uh, you can pray, Lord, make Kathy rich and healthy. That's all in Matthew chapter six, the Lord's prayer that's in that. Amen. Glory to God. Um, and so my prayer for you every day is that you'll be healthy and whole, sound mind and sound body. You pee with thunder, poop with these. Well, when you can't do that, you, you rejoice. Amen. When you can. So, uh, you pee, this is my prayer for you that you have sound mind and sound body. You pee with thunder. You, 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 uh, you pee with thunder and you poop with these. You are healthy in your whole body. It's a cute little rhyme, but that, that's what I say when I pray for y'all. That's one of the basic things that I'll pray. In addition to numbers chapter six, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Amen. Glory to God. Go with God. Go in peace. Amen. You are now free. Amen. So go your way and sin no more. Glory to God. The Holy Spirit is with you. Amen. Just invite God wherever you go today. Amen. Say, Lord Jesus, Jehovah. Holy Spirit, come with me. Let's go on these errands. Let's go do something. Amen. God bless you. Amen. God bless you.